First, they made a movie about frozen water, but this time it's a movie about not frozen water. We're talking Moana on today's We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to Kid Flicks, the only podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and uh, this show is not for kids, so turn this off and play with wooden blocks like an imbecile. So today, it's a very special episode for a couple reasons. First of all, this is episode 10, the big 1-0, so I'm popping some uh, champagne. It's also a very special episode because I believe this is the first actual musical uh, movie that we're reviewing. And even more special, because I'm spending it with one of my favorite people in the world, my brother. Aww. Oh, you got it. I got it. It's my brother, Max. Hi. How are I'm you, Max. Max? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. This is your, this, like, your first podcast, right? This is. I've, I've mainly been a listener of podcasts, not a frequenter of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I do both, because I love to hear my voice. <laughs> feel quite the opposite. I hate to hear your voice. Well, you've had a very intense day. You were... I, I went to my first spin class and everything hurts <laughs> everywhere forever. But you're doing great. He, he's walking though. He's... I'm actively sitting. That was, that was a lie. He was walking before. He lied to you. Don't believe anything <laughs> in this podcast. It's a lie. You heard it here first. Kitflix is fake news. <laughs> Um, but so we're talking about Moana today, and uh, this also interesting because we're actually talking a little bit about the movie beforehand, and then we're going to stop this and watch it. Um, so you, you had a lot of different movies that you were contemplating uh, reviewing on the show. What, what kind of made you go to Moana? Um, so I was leaning towards Mrs. Doubtfire before because it is my favorite movie of all movies, but realized I didn't want to come across as too much of an expert so Moana is one that I've been meaning to watch for a while, and I thought this would be a great opportunity to actually sit down and watch it and maybe watch it a little more critically than I would have would have <laughs> previously. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with watching um, like Moana if you weren't doing this for a podcast. I've heard there are no problems with it. I agree. I, I don't think this is a controversial thing to say, but I think that you are going to like it more than Frozen. I'm not ready. Well, you loved Frozen. I, I'm human. Yes. But. I love most Disney movies from ages one to now. I'm 26. That's a max fun fact. I'm 26. <laughs> well, what, um, what are some of the other ones? Like if we, if you wanted to wa- review something for this podcast, that was something that you've watched a bunch of times kid movie wise, what would be the one that you would go for? So I was going back and forth between Mrs. Doubtfire because I think it's been... Not a kid's movie, I will say. Not a kid's movie. No. I, I mean, there's believe the anim- it was in the family section of Blockbuster. But I will say, in the be- I, it's confusing because in the beginning, he's voicing animation. Sure. And then at the end, he's a, on a kid's show. So, so I'd if like you to blacked have... out in the middle 85 minutes of that movie, you'd be like, oh, this is a fun kid's movie. I... I would still argue that it's a kid's movie because while it deals with some heavier topics like gender fluidity and divorce. <laughs> and letting a goat eat a birthday cake. <laughs> I, I think that it does so in a lighthearted manner. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I was debating because I really don't remember it but love it is Homeward Bound. 
Ooh. As a as a recent cat owner, I have gone from despising cats to loving all things cats and was interested in seeing what newfound cat lover Max would think about Homeward Bound. Yeah, you guys, you have no idea how controversial this cat purchase was. Yes. So, uh, not a purchase. We adopt, don't shop. You know what? That's very, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Good job for clarifying that. Thank you. Thank you. It's really important to me. But uh, our family, we've always been dog people we've had dogs all of our lives and you've been relatively indifferent to the dogs i think um i would i would argue i feel negatively about most of the dogs but i love dogs just not the ones that our parents have chosen to bring home (laughs) they they have shoddy tastes sometimes (laughs) in dogs it's it's a risk with adopting but i feel like you can be a little choosier well the last dog that we had uh rocky Mm, um rest in power Rest in paw. <laughs> You're making fun of a dead dog. Well, I didn't put him down. Um, Sorry. You didn't. You did not. I, oh, I tried. My tears did not no, stop that from happening. No, but anyway, so um, he was also a rescue dog. And we with, with rescue dogs, you don't always know uh, like the past and kind of what their deal was beforehand. Mm-hmm. But we knew that something was up because he would bite a lot. And mm-hmm. my, bite humans. Yeah. <laughs> but my mom, knowing this fact, I our mom... I the point of that clarification. <laughs> it felt important in the moment. Well, you know what? That's okay. Thank you. But anyway, so um, our mother knew this fact that this dog liked to bite, but would do humans. this... Yeah, would like to bite humans. And she would still do this thing, like she likes to play with the dog, like get very playful and hands-on. So she would grab his snout and go, dur, 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 something like that. And then she would get very upset and surprised when the dog would bite her over and over <laughs> again from doing that action. Yes, that's, that's true. And partially a fault of our mother, but I, I would argue it's, it's a fault of the dog. Oh yeah, the dog was not okay. No. Even though um, he cuddled with me one night, not one nip. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. uh, We grew up in a home that was very pro-dog and pretty aggressively anti-cat. So it was was an alarming and controversial resolution when I picked up Rami, a.k.a. Dame Judi Dench, (laughs) and brought her into my wonderful home. But I love her with most of my heart and... My family has. Are you still a accepted. little reserved? Why it's not your whole heart yet? I just I can't give that to anyone. Sure, not even your fiance. No, I would say sixty percent for the cat of my dreams. Twenty five percent for fiance Talia, and the rest is for cheese. There you go. There, there's a there's a pie chart. It's adorably shaped like my heart. <laughs> A cartoon heart, not an anatomically oh, correct one. Just, it's for effect, not for scientific purposes. And like, I love that you went on the record, audio record, <laughs> saying that um, you love the, a cat um, two and a half times more than your uh, to-be uh, lawfully wedded wife. Um, I just fact-checking... Someone is here with me right now. Yeah, this is a live uh, fact check. (laughs) Live fact check. (laughs) Rami, a.k.a. Dame Judi Dench, is sitting and watching this podcast. Talia, a.k.a. wife-to-be, is not. Um, 
Rami, aka Dame Judy Jens. Dame Judy That's Jens. That's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. Quite the tongue twister. Change your name, Dame. It is. It is probably hard to present her awards. And she would just call her Judy. Like Judy, come on up. You here. can't dame. She has earned the right to damehood. Dame is Dench. it damehood? Uh, I think so. Dame dumb. Well, she's not dame smart. Dame smart. <laughs> and she and you can only get it if you're really dame smart. <laughs> um Yeah, the cat so summary. Dame, dame the, Judy, the, the cat, not the actress, has been waiting patiently, patiently. To Very watch good. Moana since we heard that it was coming to Netflix. Talia, a.k.a. No Fun Fiance, <laughs> has been avoiding it like the plague. Well, okay, so this is a ridiculous, crazy thing about her. <laughs> is that, and when you told the family this, even more so than with the cat, we could not believe it and urged you to break up with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she, as a child, had not <laughs> seen any Disney movies. That's true. Um, not just hadn't seen, was actively fearful of them. I only have positive memories of such Paw. gems as <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Mulan. Only fear from her. So I thought that Moana would change things, but she is not here and the cat is here. So I stand by my... Cat one, Talia zero. I would argue that there's many more for the cat and many less for Talia. <laughs> Hence the pie chart. Yeah. Well, here. Um, just going back to Moana. So, what are what yes. are you what are you expecting from this movie? Like, um, you you don't know yet. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's singing. I so I full disclosure. I have listened to the soundtrack once. Okay. I've listened to that one song a hundred times. Um, I'm very excited for that one song. I am fairly excited for everything else. Similar to Frozen. I listened to the soundtrack before I saw the movie, and with no context, I thought that it would be enjoyable. Okay. And saw the movie, it obviously changed my life. I'm a better human because of Frozen. Mm-hmm. So Moana, I'm expecting to be ready to accept the Nobel Prize after this hour and a half children's film. Sure. Designed for people my age. Well, everything's designed for people <laughs> our age. So I, th- I'm expecting... I, I really don't have expectations. I don't know the story, and I don't know how the songs fit into context. Mm-hmm. What song do you think make like will make the least sense in the? Because there's one song in there that I'm that after I saw the movie, I was like, that did not really have to be in there. So the Rock's whole song is "You're Welcome," but I don't know what he is being thanked for. So that that's been a real a mind f for me. Ooh, I know, <laughs> self-censored. I know, I know self-censored. Kids go to bed. Just well, kidding. It's one in the afternoon. Well, you work in PR, so like you know how to. I do know how to censor. say the word F instead of, <laughs> instead of the word, the F word. Guys, Google it. You're on a phone, probably. You are. On a if phone. you're sitting at a laptop listening to this podcast, <laughs> just sitting quietly, <laughs> there's like something really weird going on with you. That that's true. Although I do sometimes listen to podcasts at work, and sometimes they're inspirational, and it makes my work go better, but sometimes they're funny. So I look like that psychopath just laughing to himself. Oh, yeah. I well, I, listen, I listen to comedy podcasts at the gym a lot. Sure. So that's... Psycho on a gym, on a treadmill. So, yeah, so I'm on the treadmill, I'm running, and I'm, like, stumbling because something happened that was really funny. Mm-hmm. And it's even worse, like, I'll take a sip, then <clears throat> spit take cascading onto the window in front of me. Oh, that was an A-plus description. Thank a- you. 
Look, I'm currently seeking an English certificate in writing. Mm. It shows. It shows. Yeah. Look, I have to take um, this like a nonfiction writing class, which is gonna a blow. That doesn't seem Moana related. It's not. Well, I mean, it was written, wasn't it? And it's based off of. I think it's Hawaiian folklore. I, I cannot repeat enough how little I know about this movie. Yeah. I've seen it I've seen it twice, so I'm excited to watch it yet again. Sure, sure. What um is is there anything that you wish you had known before you saw it? Um now would be the time to tell me. That's a good question. Mm. Um I can't say that there is. I I saw it uh Christmas Day for the first I think just it was Christmas Day. I think I think maybe knowing a bit of like a little bit of what the plot was maybe would have helped cause, just because my friends were like, let's see Moana. And I said, of course. Like, do you know the basics of what happened? I, I thought I had pretty clearly said I did not. Well, I mean, I, I don't know how little... There's a girl, and there's an island, and there's a sailboat, and there's the rock. That is my understanding of the film. Okay, so I'll tell you two things. One, a little bit of the plot. So it's basically... Um, no spoiler! Has, I, oh, there will be no spo- spoilers. So she... Um, Moana, our titular character, she 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 has to um, save the day because her island is Classic in trouble. Classic Disney plot. And uh, she's yeah, that's basically it. Like she's gonna be, uh, she's poised to be the next uh, chief of the island, and she's not sure if she wants that because like destiny, you know. Um, so then she has to, she's called to action to um, save the environment. So it's got a little film with a message. A little bit of a film with a message. I, um, Al Gore actually was the original voice, uh, but then they asked oh, Moana. To, yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, you know what? Unknown girl, you do it. And she's great. She's very good in it. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing, and this did break my heart when I saw it in the theaters. Calm down. Um, so have you seen the movie poster? Yes. That's where I got the sailboat information great. from. Great. So you, you know how there's like a cute little pig? I, I did. The pig's barely in the movie. And that really um, upset me. There's another animal that's in the movie a lot more, and I did not like that. Um, well, I also am of the understanding that Mr. Lin-Manuel Miranda of Hamilton... That's right. ...is a participant in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, you've listened oh. to the soundtrack. Oh, called out. I, I listened to it, like, once... But yeah, I mean, he he wrote the music. Oh, fun! I knew that I liked it for a reason. I mean, like you, the 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 rock rapped, and it was like very. Yeah, it was very Hamilton esque. Yeah, we talk about this. I talk about more of my feelings of Lin Manuel Miranda in next week's episode, but I was just like, oh, you, like. Are you watching Hamilton without me? No. Oh. I'll say off mic because I like the episodes to be a surprise sometimes. Oh. It's fine. Gotcha. <laughs> Max has just started crying, and he won't stop. Um, but basically, I, I have this, uh, like, I think that Lin-Manuel, whenever he signs on to do a project, he will only sign on if they will let him write uh, very quick raps. So uh, an interlude there, I saw that he was doing a sequel, a reboot, or some follow-up to Mary Poppins. Well, that's next week's episode. Oh. Surprise. Surprise. I don't think anybody really cares. Sorry, followers. But I am obviously apprehensive because it was such a such a staple of our childhood. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think I would have been devastated had it been many other people. But I think, I'll, I'll say it, I think maybe he's the Dick Van Dyke of our generation. Well, Dick Van Dyke didn't really write that much. I'll say it. Well, I, you... I'm the bigger Dick Van Dyke fan of the two of us. I know. You I read love his. I read Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> I read one of his two autobiographies. He's a delight. I literally have no response to that. <laughs> the cover's him <laughs> kicking really high. Sure, me too. But, but um, so I, I won't get into it too much because again, we talk about it next week. But right. um, uh, it's a sequel down the line. So it takes place, like, like I think, 20-something years after the original Mary Poppins. And um, it's Michael, the one, bo- the boy in the movie, his mm-hmm. kids. Okay. Yeah. I and and then Lin-Manuel is just like a different guy. A different chimney sweep. Yeah. I mean, you saw Step in Time. There's a dime a dozen. You know, it's it's really refreshing to know that that profession has not died out as chimneys, I thought, had <laughs> Well, maybe the, it's a British thing. Maybe, but also the original Mary Poppins takes place in 1902, I think. Sure. I feel like chimneys and fireplaces were maybe more popular in, in that century. They were, because. Millennia. I mean, that's how you warded off Jack the Ripper. Sure, sure. Ooh, that'd be a fun plot twist if it turns out that Lin Manuel's <laughs> character just <laughs> bludgeons Mary Poppins. Sure. That seems like a different podcast, though. Maybe not a kid flick. Well, this podcast is not for kids. Kid play. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a new segment called um, Conspiracy, and it's just we dive deep into sure. what these movies are about. But anyway, um, I think we've barely talked enough about <laughs> Moana, so uh, we're going to watch it, and then we'll be back. We're also going to make food. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about it, um, but we'll be right back with our review after this. <laughs> Boy, those Wiseman brothers, they sure know how to talk barely about the movie that they came on this podcast to talk about. Anyway, I mean, look, you know what I'm going to say. Hey, we're, tell your friends and rate and review us on iTunes. That is what I was going to say. You're clairvoyant. You're like, um, Harriet the Spy. She's not clairvoyant, but she has clues. And you have a lot of context clues, because I say this most episodes. Anyway, I, I don't like dragging this on longer than it needs to be, because, you know what? I know you're just hitting that 15 forward button on the podcast app. So, you know what to do. If you like the show, please give us a review, hopefully a high one. If you don't like the show, uh, you don't have to write a review. In fact, I implore you not to. But, if you do... Every little word helps get the word out there about this podcast. But that's all I'm going to say. So, uh, you know what? Let's get back to the podcast and see what old Ross and Max thought of Moana. I am Ross of Philadelphia. You... Okay, I was trying to do the Moana thing, but it already... Yeah, that was was a lot lamer than I thought it would be. Painful. Yeah, we're back. Great movie. Right? Really, really fantastic. Yeah, so um, do you agree with my assessment that it's better than Moana? I mean, better than Frozen? It's just different. Like, I I think I did like it better than Frozen, but they're also very different movies. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I really liked about it that I also liked about Frozen is 
not only from the whole female role model thing, but also just as a grown man, I don't really want to watch a princess movie. And it was not that. And I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, with Frozen, it's it still is like not really a love story, which is appealing, but also it's still a princess movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. It's very much like only weird to me. Moana was not. And I really, really liked it. Yeah. I, I also thought just... Uh, just all the songs were great. I mean, the only, and very catchy. Yeah, the one I was I was hinting at before that doesn't fit or make sense really in the grand scheme of the movie is the crab one. Yeah, did not like the whole crab scene. It was weird. It did. They they joked about it like a fourth wall type of thing that had a weird Little Mermaid feel to it. That yeah, did make me uncomfortable. And then in the post credit scene. That happened full force. Right, right. That's what I was referencing. Okay. Yeah, because he also winks at the camera during his song and says, look it up. Sure, sure. That was an interesting voice choice right there. Well, I do... On your part. People tell me that I do a really mean Jermaine Clemens. I don't know. I explained this during the movie. He's the guy from Flight of the Concords that didn't write the Muppets. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Um, sure, mean in the sense that, like, that hurts my ears and I don't want to hear it anymore. Mm-hmm. Then I, I agree with that. Boy. That's your definition of mean. You know what? Like, I don't need this criticism. I can stop recording right now. But Ooh. Moana. Yeah, Moana. Moana was great. Moana was great. Um, I told you at the beginning of the movie um, that if there were Moana drinking game, take a shot every time that they mention coconuts. Right. I, I tweeted during the movie, it really did feel like an ad for coconut water. Not in a product placement sort of way, because it's an animated children's film. But as a huge fan and supporter of coconut water, I enjoyed the shout outs. This is another great debate of ours. <laughs> coconut water is... Not only the best hangover cure, but just one of the best beverages. You hopped on that train so fast. And and stuck with it. Train has not left the station. Well, it's left, but you're on it. You're going towards <laughs> sure. the destination of uh, Tropical Flavor Town. So I, I stopped drinking the boxed coconut water because they found mold in it oh. or something. Oh, no. Right. Recent update. Recent update. So I dabbled with Vita Coca, but now I'm a strong Zico supporter because it comes in a plastic bottle. Same great taste. And Vito is the one that came in the... The box. Okay. Has mold in it. Yeah. So I don't F with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Spicy. God, I just... (laughs) I love how age-appropriate you're making this podcast. I... Moana just put me in an age-appropriate mindset, and I'm rocking it. I'm rolling with it. I got it. Rock and rolling. <laughs> Rock and rolling. Um, are there any moments that really kind of stuck out for you that, uh, I mean, we just finished watching the movie five minutes ago, but any that you're like, that was that was a good part? Sure. I love when she realizes, or is this like a, can spoilers happen? Yeah, this movie came out almost a year ago, so I think it's safe. Well, some of us are just seeing it for the first time, so no need to throw shade. I mean, they have the commercial break to watch, to pause and watch the movie. Sure. If if you are planning on seeing Moana... Turn it off. Stop this podcast now. <laughs> um, so when she realizes that Volcano Man is actually Earth Woman, it, it was a great moment. <laughs> it was a great moment because it, it kind of had that environmental feel, 
but it wasn't really like a Wally level of environmentalism. Right. It was just kind of like that nice symbolism of like the earth just forgot who she was and Mm -hmm. she's confused. Maybe there's like a gender fluidity comment there. You're like really into gender fluidity (laughs) today. I'm I'm not normally and that was the third reference. (laughs) You heard it here first. Max is not really into gender fluidity. (laughs) It's just like not my jam. I get it. I get it. But it's just. That's you are you are fine with who you are. Well, just like, if that's who you are, do you. Just like Moana is one with the sea. Exactly. Be one with whoever you want to be. Right. And that's, I think... a sick rhyme. Yeah. Sick rhyme. I'm a poet, and I didn't even mean to be a poet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I loved that. I I honestly forgot your disclaimer, and I really did enjoy the pig and wish that he was in it more. Right. Although I was not hating chicken. Oh, hey, hey. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is, my th- this is the third time that I've seen Moana, and this was sure. the first time that I was, like, actually kind of on board with hey, hey. Because um, the first time, I was just angry that the pig wasn't there. The second time, sure, I was sure, like, that's valid. I was thinking, oh, what would the movie have been like if the pig were there? It's just, like, a little thing. Like, I'm really happy that she's not alone, but I'm also happy that there's not something that would distract her. Like, that pig, I would talk to that pig. Oh, yeah. Often, and I might miss a miss a turn, or I don't know how boats work, but <laughs> miss, take the wrong wave. Oh, crap. <laughs> Please take a wrong ride at the English Channel. Yeah. Sure. Well, well you, were in the, you were in the bathroom, and I don't know if you heard the line where... Don't um, tell them I go to the bathroom. <laughs> you're right. Max just pees himself. <laughs> uh, but Maui said that uh, Moana's a princess because she wears a dress and she has um, a animal sidekick. Sure. I. She's a princess by definition that she is the daughter of the to island royalty. E- correct. Um, but just not in the classical sense, maybe mm-hmm. more in the Polynesian sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you got me. Well, Max, you're like a big scholar on Polynesian culture, right? I, I am. I am. I mainly am a scholar in the sauce, the Chick-fil-A Polynesian mm-hmm. culture. Um, and I just learned everything in this hour documentary we just saw. That's right. <laughs> Moana in color. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We we nearly watched that instead of the actual the 2016 Moana on Netflix. <laughs> um, you can watch uh, a documentary about Moana from the 20s, and um, I only got a brief glimpse of the the documentarian's name, but I think it's that documentary guy that like famously uh faked a lot of his footage oh no he was that if if you're familiar i can't think of the I name i can tell you now i'm not familiar okay <laughs> well he made this whole movie about um eskimos and like it was all this stuff how he like staged all this crazy stuff like oh they're so they don't know what record players are but it turns out all of them like they're close enough to civilization like eastern or western civilization that they knew what stuff was yeah but this is 2017 who knows what a record player is oh that's true it's called like, an iphone if it's not avocado toast <laughs> i have no idea what it is i hate avocado i know i love Whoa. avocado toast i love it but okay. it's just like i hate that that's the millennial stereotype oh there's plenty i took a i took a quiz this morning on buzzfeed of um it was like are you a millennial based on things that you've ruined or killed like what 
like um, I've never ruined anything. Like McDonald's, um, the fast casual dining uh, industry, mortgages. Sorry. No, it's fine. Who is it? Wifey. Ah, not yet. Not yet. You're right. But yeah, but according to this quiz, um, I've ruined quite a few things uh, for baby booners, Gen Gen Xers, but I'm not quite a millennial in terms of how many things that I've ruined. So I think I kind of fit in this weird place where I love killing a good trend. Yeah. But also I'm buying a house, so like it bounces out. That's true. You, you know, you broke, I'm defying the stereotypes. Yeah. One of the things that it says that millennials ruined is napkins, like the napkin industry. What does that even mean? Because saying that, because millennials apparently... I usually use my sleeve. Well, by and large... The sleeve of a neighbor. Yeah, I I was trying to tell you that. Like, please stop doing that to me. truly won't. But uh, the the article, or at least the headline, because I don't read that much, um, said that millennials prefer paper towels over napkins, and that's just killing the industry. Oh, you know... I did just buy more paper towels, and I don't own napkins. So. Napkins are kind of dumb. Like, unless you're at a restaurant and they're made of cloth. I don't think it's dumb, but, like, I feel like it's a very related industry. Like, doesn't Bounty kind of have the monopoly there? Mm-hmm. So... They have a bounty of oh, paper wow. products. Wow, wow, well done. It was right there. It was right there. Oh. <laughs> are you okay? Moana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, also, I love, uh, the grandma. Sure. Um, felt very similar to the Pocahontas grandma. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Could you? It's, um, so her grandma is a tree, (laughs) but don't make fun of Pocahontas' grandma. And just like similar vague wisdom that doesn't make sense until it like really makes sense like wisdom that you think like that's too vague and that it only fits for a very specific circumstance you know i in my life i call it the fortune cookie wisdom because i'm a sucker for a good fortune cookie Mm -hmm. not only in taste but it's it's so vague but every time i open it it's speaking to me like maybe i will get riches tomorrow it's like a horoscope it i i feel like you're are you making fun of horoscopes? Because I do believe in them, too. I mean, horoscopes, to me, are very similar to fortune cookies. Like, I can read any month, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Because I'm Pisces, and, and for some reason, Ugh, they always would. say... <laughs> <laughs> Pisces, they're always like, oh, like, Pisces are a bit more sensitive and creative. I'm like, oh, I am sensitive and creative. That's true. What are you? You're Aries? I'm an Aries. Okay. Fire symbol. <laughs> <laughs> we love ourselves because we know that we're the best. Okay. So... I, I feel some similarities there. Everybody loves hanging out with somebody that proclaims that they're the best all the time. I've I've actually been told this on every occasion in my life. You're Maui. You're welcome. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, also like The Rock, going back to Moana, like, like um, Dwayne Johnson. Rock? Oh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Not not The Rock that Hey Hey accidentally swallows. Ugh, which rock too? <laughs> But yeah, Dwayne Johnson, he's great. He was great in this. He was. Um, so I listened to the soundtrack, so I'd heard his song before and was initially surprised that he's a pretty good singer. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess not that surprised. That, it's just, it's voice acting, which doesn't make a ton of sense to me, ironically, okay. in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was voice acting. <laughs> but... Like, we've seen him act before, so right. we know that he can act, but the singing was another element, the 
animation was another element. Well, he didn't animate this movie. That was no, no. no I understand that the the voice acting. Is okay. What I just I felt like I had said it too many times in a previous sentence. Sure. Well, an interesting thing is that uh, Dwayne Johnson he's potentially running for president in twenty twenty. I I saw that he filed. In fact, that's right. Which means a little more weirdly official. Mm-hmm. I think based on this movie is his resume. I I am supportive of it. Johnson twenty twenty Colin, you're welcome. <laughs> I just we've seen him save save the world now. That's right. Um, if you've seen the movie where he is an accidental stepfather, the baby pacifier movie. Oh, that he no, that was Vin Diesel. Oh, that was Vin Diesel. Well, I take running back my mate. endorsement. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's interesting because Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne he, the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the President Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne the President Rocks Johnson. Um, he's in a kids movie. Donald Trump famously appeared in Home Alone Two. That's that's true. And Ronald Reagan was in several uh, family films. Well, he was an actor. That's right. True. So potentially three presidents that have acting chops. That's true. Because that's the first... When people think of Donald Trump, they're like, he's a pretty good actor. (laughs) (laughs) I think this on a daily basis. Yeah. Every time I watch Home Alone 2, which is constantly, (laughs) I feel like I'm doing a service to my country. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, I was thinking about it. Like, remember when Trump was just like a guy that would occasionally show up on TV and movies and you'd be like, oh, that's funny. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but I, I actually was a fan of Celebrity Apprentice. You I were. I was. I don't often admit, but it, it was kind of an entertaining show. Well, how um, how did you feel Schwarzenegger did? Because um, according not, to the president, well. he was failing exclamation point. He was. It was sad. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I wanted to watch it because I wanted to piss off Donald. I also like Celebrity Apprentice. Mm -hmm. But then I didn't want to watch it because he still has some ownership over it. So, spoiler, I watched it, and it just wasn't that good. Because, I mean, I guess... I I mean, Schwarzenegger doesn't really... He doesn't have business experience. No. Not like Donald Trump's extensive political experience. (laughs) Um, He's just not as outlandish a person. Sure. So, like, part of what's amazing about Celebrity Apprentice and horrifying about the presidency... The OG. The OG, correct. Is um, Donald Trump is kind of crazy. He's a character. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, has the voice thing happening. Like, you can't really understand him, which is funny. That's super convenient in business (laughs) meetings. But he's, he's just kind of normal. Mm-hmm. Which is refreshing for a governor turned reality star. Well, bodybuilder oh, turned, turned actor, actor turned, turned governor, governor turned, turned reality, reality star. Sure, true. true. Um, but it just was kind of boring, so I stopped watching it. Uh, who who was like the big? Were there like big celebrities on that season? Because I can't no, even think of who um, it was. Snooki was on, and that was awesome. But she's a mom now. So she's not that crazy. She's kind of figured herself out. Mm-hmm. So while I used to love watching Miss Snuggy on Jersey Shore, another reality show I was a fan of, she's, she's kind of normal now. And I'm happy for her, but I'm not going to watch a show with her. I, will, I respect that. I, I mean, will, the, of course, watch the, the Jersey Shore reunion. Absolutely. That's coming up. 
Wow. Oh, that's going to be good stuff, too. Probably just as musical as Moana, but not as powerful. Well, speaking of Moana, like speaking one Moana. one thing I, I found refreshing about uh, Moana compared to um, some other uh, Disney movies, as well as just kids' movies, mm-hmm. uh, is that you get both perspectives, like the parents and the child. So, like, we understand that Moana, like, she wants to explore, like, she feels like, the ocean is calling her. Wait, it was. It was. Yeah, it was beckoning her, throwing uh, seashells at her. Sure. Um, but then you also do understand where her father is coming from about, like, we don't we don't sail anymore. That's just not well, a Well, he had that awful experience. Another spoiler, but his, his friend, brother, someone friend. passed away. I think it was a friend. Um, to the ocean. So you can, right, you can further understand that. He wouldn't want that to happen to Moana. <laughs> Make way. <laughs> Wasn't it sad when the pig almost drowned? Um, I, I don't think so, just because it was so momentary. Oh. <laughs> sure. Um, no, I don't got you there. Well, uh, also, speaking of drowning, um, sure. I don't know if you do this ever, but one thing I do a lot in movies when there is like an underwater scene is that I'll hold my breath with the scene. You know, not only do I not do that, but I... <laughs> felt like you were going to say that. Maybe it's a brother connection. Maybe I just know how It's like we finish each other's... Sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. Mm, yeah, but sense. anyway, I still like Moana more than Frozen. We're in agreement there. Good. <clears throat> but yeah, um, any, any other kind of like final thoughts that you have about... Final thoughts. I love Moana. Yeah. Final thoughts. I love my cat. <laughs> final thoughts. Um... Gender fluidity is great. <laughs> I I didn't say. Oh no 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 no! You're you're good. We're still going. What? I'm I'm still recording. I I just I was clicking on something. Oh, will you take this out? Why? Try... Move past it. The moment's past. Okay. You can close it there. Enter here. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. So you were saying. You don't remember? That's don't cool. Um, but anyway, so uh, now that we've kind of. Oh, it's your cat. Yeah, she's, she's just, just saying hi. She's saying hey. She's dragging her little... Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, but yeah, so obviously we talked a little bit about Moana, and I think I, we have a, a good understanding of kind of where we stand, but uh, it's time for us to definitively rank the movie. So... Uh, Three waves. Hmm? No, <laughs> close. Um, so anyway, we uh, for those of you who are listening for the first time, we rate movies on four criteria. Audience respect, plot, acting, and humor. And uh, Max just got a glimpse of the spreadsheet <laughs> that I used to kind of keep track of all the ratings, and he got overwhelmed. <laughs> um, but basically, so uh, you can rate... Uh, on a scale from one to five. Sure. One being bad, five being great. Understood. You can use zero, like, point no. if you want to. No. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, audience respect being like, you know, like, is it pandering or is it like just treats the audience like Solid audience? five. I think as an adult, I totally got what they were putting down. And I, I know that it's popular with children, too. So mm-hmm. I, I would guess it goes across both audiences. Yeah, honestly, I I kind of feel the same way. Like I feel I feel weird giving perfect fives just cuz it it feels like, ooh, like 
that means like nothing can do better. But yeah, I I mean I, this I was put that out there. yeah honestly five I'm gonna five. agree with you. I'll put a five with you. Um, how about plot? So how did this movie come along? Um, I'm looking at your ranking here to see what was a one and what was a four. Yeah, so like the and I'm the only one I'm seeing as a as a high ranking. Oh, I didn't see. You put Chicken Run up there as a good plot. It would. I don't know if I remember anything about it except they had the weird beaks that kind of looked like hot dogs. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. But I know I mean, I'm not wrong. The the plot it had it had flaws, but I mean it 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 flowed nicely. I think I will be rating a little bit better for Moana. <laughs> no, you can't. You gave Chicken Run a perfect. Oh, you're guested. I apologize. yeah yeah yeah. You really don't give fives. Um. I, I don't want to give a five because I don't want to only give fives. I mean, but if I that's really how you don't feel. Have... Oh. I think that's how I feel. I don't really have criticisms of the plot. It was it was logical. It was deep for a children's movie. Mm-hmm. We can go five. I'm trying to think how Chicken I... Chicken runs a five. Okay, you can blame the previous guest for the podcast, not me. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm going to. Because who am I? Uh, the coconuts? Um, I I think I'm going to go just a tiny bit lower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Um, I think altogether, yeah, the, the plot's fantastic. Watching it a, a, for the first time, I was like, oh, there like, there's like foreshadowing and stuff. I feel like I'm I'm searching for something wrong with it. But honestly, like... Solid five. I don't know if I want to put it solid. It might five. be your first five. It you would. Be. You don't even give fours. Give her a four. Oh, I mean, I'll give it. I'll give four point. Oh, you're just like that. Six. <laughs> yeah, Max hit my keyboard, so it, I. And so it is written. It's so it is written. It's destiny. We're putting our rock on top of the older rocks. Oh my god! Shut up. Why do How do you rank acting for a children's animated movie? I mean, I mean, it's going back to what you were talking before about voice acting. So we've reviewed Captain Underpants. We've reviewed Chicken Run. Uh, wow, those are the only two animated movies we've done. We surprisingly have not done a lot of animated movies on this hmm. show. Interesting. I Oh, The Incredibles also. I, I don't think I know enough about voice acting to know if that was well done or not. Okay, I mean, like... That's fair. I mean, uh, I guess were you uh, swayed by the performance? Like, because a lot of... Performance, it was a drawing. I mean, listening to them, were you like, oh, that was good? Because, I mean, this category mainly exists because a lot of times with kids' movies, when there are uh, children in it, they are usually the weakest link goodbye. <laughs> so I'm seeing you had a high ranking for Chicken Run. Yes. Um, I'm going to guess that was a joke. That was not. I. Oh. My, my belief was that, I, um, I mean, every, the entire cast sold it, even though it was like a goofy, over-the-top movie. Um, when there was drama, I was like, that was good. Um. I'm going to give it a five because I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. But I think if it was obvious that they did a bad job, I think I would have something to say about that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I need to look up some of these actors' names because it, it's a Dwayne the Rock <laughs> R O C K Johnson. Well, I mean, I okay. Well, so I again, yeah, I think everybody for the most part did a fantastic job. D- did you know that Alan Tudyk? Tudyk. Okay, you don't know who he is. I don't know. Who He's he like is. a sci-fi actor, so yeah, you probably don't know. <laughs> no. But he voiced uh, Hey Hey. Um, Voice in what sense? Like you know how like he the chicken his made head on the table. No, the chicken like went bacock and stuff. Oh, that was a human. Yeah, he should get an Oscar there. <laughs> um, did this movie win Best Picture or Best Animated Picture? I don't know. I think it might have. Sure. Um, but I think I, for the most part, everybody did a great job voice acting. I think just because it was like her first film, uh, the girl that played Moana, and I know I'm butchering her name when I read it, but, uh, Aluhi Cravalo. I don't know why you're looking to me for insurance. <laughs> I don't know. I thought. No, you're... it's Cravalo. <laughs> it's not Leviosa. <laughs> like, and she, she did great, uh, for this being her film like real See, acting I, debut. I don't think that's but, a real compliment. Like for a blah, blah, blah. I mean, have you seen like like if that was her 12th animated movie? Like is she going to get better at reading yeah. while anim- like like <laughs> I don't think you get what voice acting is. I have pretty openly said that I don't, but what does that mean? It was great for her first read. I mean, think about it. I like voice did she acting... do so much better than The Rock? No, well, or did he? he didn't, I meant you didn't let me finish my comment, but I'm saying I think she was uh, the weakest link in the cast, even though altogether it was very strong. So because of that, I'm giving it a four point three. I also kind of got annoyed at the crab character, but but not because yeah. his acting; he was just annoying. I mean, well, I thought it was like kind of over the top and like not a fun way i'm just saying okay i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) what could she have done better i mean i don't know it's like this was her her for the most part acting debut i didn't really look at her wikipedia but i mean like anything as you do it more and more you get better like dwayne the rock johnson's first time hosting snl versus his latest but that's he gets different. better. That's different. It's acting. No, he's but not it's... an actor. He was no, a wrestler. He's now an actor. I mean, I guess you could say that wrestling is acting because it's fake. I, I feel like you're trying to be controversial, but I don't. Care I'm not. About wrestling. I. <laughs> no, I just. Yeah. You get better. Like you do improv. You understand that when you get more comfortable with it, you're gonna get better. But yes, I don't understand how much more skill there is. To. Well, I mean, going off of improv, like, I mean, I learn more skills, and by practicing and honing these skills, I improve. Like, it's... <laughs> I feel like we're not arguing, <laughs> but I don't know what's going on. <laughs> if you could just admit defeat, that would make this Admit defeat. <laughs> <laughs> cool, moving on. Uh, humor. What did um, you think of the jokes in this movie? It's the general vibe. I don't think I laughed out loud, but it was very light. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to give it a five because I wouldn't have called... I don't think I'd call it a funny movie, but it was 
like a, a small chuckle every now and then. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a solid three. Three's good. Um, I also think I'm right with you with that. Cause, okay. Because the one joke that made me roll my eyes each time that I've seen this is in the beginning when Moana is uh, teaching dancing and that one kid comes up and he's like adorable yeah but i was like like i just the humor is it's a children's movie so the humor is meant for a child sure so i think for a child it would feel raffle copter if you will um but for me it was just like a lowercase lol do you, do you capitalize LOL when it's like really funny? Autocorrect does it for me. If I change LOL to LOLs, it goes in all caps. <laughs> but if I just write LOL, it stays in lowercase okay. letters. Yeah. So. Well, here, let me type my three. And then. Oh, great. Yeah, so um, crunching the numbers, Moana <laughs> is... Is the best the, movie in the world. But, uh, second second highest uh, film. So Moana comes out with a 4.4, 4.36, if you want to get more specific. I do. Second only to The Incredibles. Wow, I think that I disagree. And then controversially, <laughs> <laughs> right underneath Moana is Chicken Run. Sure. Which, yeah, that um, doesn't make you I, happy. I don't think I remember Chicken Run that much, but I think... That in itself is what I'm saying, that I don't remember it. Yeah. I know that I liked Incredibles, and it was definitely like a, not deep, but there's a lot to it for a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Very different, because there's no singing, so like that's a positive for some, and negative for Very me. negative for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I would put them about the same. They're just, they're very different movies, but both incredible. There you go. There I go. And yeah, and I, I've talked about this before on the podcast. It's not a perfect rating system. A previous guest, Devin O'Brien, said that I should be ranking, doing like overall rankings. So like the one that has like overall top scores and then like do like which has the best humor, even though it not, doesn't necessarily have the best plot or acting. And I'm like, sure. I'm not doing that. I'm doing this for free. So right. That makes sense. I'll plug me. it into a spreadsheet and call it a day. <clears throat> but you could also with the beauty of Excel, you can do a total vertically as well. So you can also start to aggregate like what's the overall best plot. What's Maybe you could show rating? me how to do that because I mean, already over it. Also, look, guys, I'm this is controversial, but uh, I uh, have Microsoft Excel and Microsoft Office on LinkedIn as one of my sp- skills. Ooh, future employers, it's a lie. <laughs> future employers, if you have lasted nearly 50 minutes into a podcast, then congratulations. Oh, Max is doing it for me right now. That. Wait no, you're just giving me the sum. I don't, I don't no, know I all of them added together, because um, it it would have to be an average. What what I'm interested in is comparing, because it seems like you have very high standards, and I, speaking on behalf of every guest you've ever had, have really mediocre to not at all standards. Well, the thing is, I've I have to watch a lot of movies. I mean, what, you're just doing the sum again. I know, I know. I'm just looking. Oh, but there's that. 
this is not entertaining for someone yeah. listening and not watching me <laughs> f around with Excel uh, again. Thank again. You for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you have to you have to click the. What are you doing? I put it in the wrong spot. I'm yeah. Let's so let's just kind of undo I'm this for now. I'm morbidly sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and you're morbidly forgiven. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's let's kind of wrap things up here because. Uh, we're getting antsy, and we've had too many fights already. Uh, it's okay. Nope. But anyway, um, so Max, thank you for celebrating episode ten with me. Woo! <laughs> um, is there anything that you would like to uh, plug or promote? Uh, any social media or anything? I'm really into at wholesome memes right now. Great. They're just like really good-hearted, rated G. Make you happy memes, at wholesome memes, at one percent milk. That's not a real handle. I just I think it's the best kind of milk. Uh yeah, I'm on board with one percent. I'm over almond milk. I'm over milking things that do not have udders. <laughs> Only one percent. Well, you Only and I, you and I, like drank skim milk in our home for years, and it's just water. I didn't it's think water with a hint of milk. I didn't realize how restrictive and awful that was until. I like discovered milk. Yes. I mean, 1% isn't that much better. No, 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 it is. If you go on the scale 1%, no, fat-free to 2%, 1% is that happy medium that you want. Almond milk is your vegan cousin. Soy milk is the person who doesn't really get invited because they're soy milk. Mm -hmm. Well, almond milk just has a weird color, and I don't like that. Right. Well, also, how do you milk an almond? How do you milk an almond? Guys, we're in a water crisis, okay? That's that's what I'd like to leave with. Yeah, How Matt, Matt Damon is selling Stella Artois <laughs> selling Stella Artois um, chalices to raise money for water. That's it's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. And anyway, um, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Wiseman, M-A-S-T-E-R-W-E-I-S-M-A-N, and you can follow KidFlix on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KidFlixPod. And also send us an email at kidflixpot at gmail.com. That's all for today. Any last words, Max? Moist. Uh, Hashtag triggered. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. Great. Well, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Find us on iTunes and stuff. And go, go, gadget, and show.